fast you're going. What? How fast you're going. I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted and tend not. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome. Motor Cup Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, as always, the Iceman. Uh, this is unscheduled. Uh, I kind of set this up uh, over this past weekend and didn't do it, but came home and I said, what the hell? So we'll throw this extra one out. I hope all my stories are still where they were at. We'll get the housekeeping out the way real quick. Of course, if you want a good cigar, great cigar, go to MyPatriotCigar.com. Use promo code MOTORCOP15. You'll get 15% off your order. If you order $100 or more, you'll get free shipping. It's a small businessman to the U.S., uh, so supporting a small businessman. Also, if you want any MOTORCOP merch, like this shirt, this is my fuck your feet. Well, this says fuck you, but like you're calling out a plate. You can get those at the MotorCop Etsy store, or you can go to the website, MotorCopChronicles.com, and click on the merch link. And if you want any extra episodes, uh, you can join the Patreon. They got a seven-day free trial thing. I think today I looked at I think I have a total of 180-something posts and all kind of stuff up there, over 20-something episodes. Uh, if you can't understand, the uh, economy's tight. We'll still keep putting out these free episodes anyway. If you want more and uh, more raw and real and unedited, uh, that's where you got to go. Other than that, we'll just jump into this shit and uh, hopefully I still got all my shit straight. This first one <clears throat> is uh, people local around where I'm at and stuff. Uh, no, this is uh, Melanie Curtin. She was uh, convicted this over last year or beginning of this year. Uh, I don't remember exactly when. The date she uh she got convicted of uh was it aggravated forcible rape and uh video voyeurism or something like that. Uh name's Melanie Curtin, you can look up the case. It's uh uh but they offered her a deal. I don't remember what the deal was, she didn't take it, she went to trial, uh they gave her life. Uh the other the other two people uh involved in this with it, uh they both took pleas, uh one got 40 years and the other one got 99. Me personally, my opinion, uh, she was the lesser of all three of them. Uh, what she is accused of, rape is always bad, of course. Like I said, what she's accused of, if she did it. Uh, the other ones were involved with children. They should never get out of jail. And she was the one to get life. Uh, I think I got a video. Might explain a little bit more. She did get out. Uh, she appealed her case. Uh, the appellate court came back and uh, ordered her to uh, be retried, new trial. So uh, she she got a bond. I think it was three hundred fifty thousand. She bonded out. So she is out right now, I believe. Uh, a woman who got her conviction overturned is now a Livingston Parish inmate, according to the Department of Corrections. Melanie Curtin getting a second shot at freedom this week when an appeals court overturned her conviction. WBRZ first tried to uh, break this story. Chris Nakamoto spoke to her lawyer and has details on what is next for her. Sylvia Michael, Melanie Curtin is still in custody but could be released soon as a bond is set. It comes after an extraordinarily unusual incident occurred. Judges overturning a jury's verdict. It is exceptionally rare, but this is an exceptionally rare case, I would say. Julie Tizard is now representing Curtin. She filed the appeal on her behalf, setting information that her lawyer John McClendon used during the trial. Curtin was convicted of raping an unconscious person, but judges determined that key evidence that should have been considered was not and may have changed the outcome, so they overturned the verdict. 
So her conviction and sentence are overturned, like they didn't exist, but the charges still stand because they remanded it for a new trial. So right now, um, you know, so she she has a new trial. So right now it's possible they may be able to reinstate the previous bond or they may have to issue a new bond. The attorney general's office told us they will appeal. They have a small window to do that. If the Supreme Court upholds the appeals court's decision, the case would need to be retried. So so you heard that she is out on bond right now. Uh, if she's found guilty, uh, or if she takes a plea, I don't know. Uh, I don't think she should be getting have more time than uh, the other female involved. She got forty. Uh, they said it's alleged if she did do it, she used to do time. The other one did shit with children. Uh, she was doing life. How how weird must it be, though? She's been in jail for, no, nah, I don't know how long she was in jail for. But uh, you're in prison doing life. Now you're back out on bond. I mean, it just, I couldn't imagine what would go be going through from your head. So I'm going to follow that, of course. You know, it's more of a local thing down here. Like I said, uh, everybody else, you can... Uh, Go look it up uh, to Denny Perkins and Cynthia Perkins uh, and then Melanie Curtin. You put it in YouTube or anywhere, uh, it's going to pop up. And it was, uh, you'll hear some crazy, crazy shit with it. I'm going to tell you that right now. This next one is also local because I did a lot of, tried to do a lot of Louisiana crime. Just give you all a rundown. It's just old news over here. It's not as big. Uh, I think it was over the past weekend or something like that. Uh, Walker High School had homecoming or something like that. That is young lady, uh, her parents, her mom or whatever, paid for a venue for an after party or something at homecoming, private event. Uh, the DJ there shot a video, and I think he put it on his Facebook page or, or some page, and, uh, you know, promoting his business, saying, hey, look, you know, it's a party, you know, yada, yada, yada. This young lady that was in in video is uh I think she was uh she's on student council uh, uh she had like a four point two or four point you know grade point average uh very active in school and you know, all that stuff like that well I think in the video it it shit, they were in bathing suits I mean shit still almost ninety degrees around here private party and uh i think one of her friends was twerking in front of her and she was behind her i don't know you know dancing behind her while her friend was twerking you know understand this i'm i'm an old fart uh i don't think i don't like the twerking thing i don't see what the turn it turn on is of uh some, some girl or whatever bent over slapping her ass cheeks together I don't know. It, I'm old, you know, out of out of date, out of touch, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't like it. But this girl was at a private event that her parents paid for. Dancing. Okay? That's how kids dance and people same kids. Even grown up people, people dance nowadays. And uh so this video was out on the internet and uh the uh principal of Walker High School, uh, uh St. Pierre, he, uh, I guess somebody brought it to his attention or something. I'm not sure. What's up, Johnny? Uh, he calls her in and they have a sit down. I guess just him and her, 16 year old girl, or 17. And, uh, he ends up pulling her off of student council. Uh, this is like I said, I'm just going off of memory and what I've read. And, they got into discussion, you know, of religion and how, you know, how that's not, you know, a good for your soul or whatever. And uh, took a recommendation for some scholarship away from her. And okay, basically just just torpedoed this young girl's high school career over a video of her dancing behind one of her friends twerking. Okay. Like I said, as much as I don't, I think it's, I don't like it. I mean... Just because I don't like it, don't make it illegal. And this was a non non school event, off school property, private event. So 
course, the internet, Facebook blew the hell up around here. And, I mean, it was all over. So he ended up, uh, I think now when I am, is he went, he, he resigned, retired, took a leave, after, I don't know, retired or something. And, uh, she got all her stuff back and everything, of course. You know, they had some kids walk out of school because they, they didn't make the assistant principal the new principal. Well, nobody likes the assistant principal from what I'm hearing. Well, you know what? You don't get to pick and choose. There's kids walked out. And people are like, oh, yeah, no. All them kids that walked out and their little protest shit ought to be suspended. You just don't get up and walk out of class. I heard I heard some rumors that uh, some kids were throwing shit at teachers. If that's the case, all these kids need to be, those kids need to be kicked out of school. You don't do shit like that. Uh, let me play this little video. See what we have. Uh, I think this the video the is after overturned is now a Livingston is after the uh, after the mom, uh, and then I think this is after he resigned or something like that. Is what I believe. Okay, first off, um, just a little girl. Just kind of walk us through the situation. Yes, sir. So basically, um, this past Saturday, we had a homecoming after party. I've always had the after party. Nothing bad was distributed. Nothing bad was happening. There was a song playing, and one of my friends was dancing. And I was behind her, kind of like hyping her up dancing. And I, on either Monday or Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, I got called into the office, and they were both Mr. St. Pierre and Ms. Becknell, the principal and assistant principal, were sitting in the office waiting for me. And I always get called in for student government and everything, so I didn't think anything like it or of it. So when I sat down and they basically told me that I was kicked off of student government because of a video that was sent in, um, I instantly just started crying hysterically. I was really, really upset because student government is the best thing that happened to me during high school. I just cried and cried, and they basically told me that I should be ashamed of myself, that um, they were concerned for my afterlife and everything like that if I wasn't following basically God's ideal. All right, well, cut into the video. Uh, first of all, it was a private event. Uh, whatever people's beliefs are, uh, this is a public school, you know. People, you know, all these people want they want to take Jesus and God out of school, right? He's bringing this up to this girl. If he wanted to get in depth with this girl's religion and all this stuff and her her eternal soul, she at least had mom in there. I'm a cop. I know for a fact you can't question children without a parent being around. Okay. Also, I don't know if they're going to get into it here. Uh, they make these kids sign some kind of social media policy. Uh, paper or something like that uh like i said as much as i don't like the dancing she's dancing behind her friend she's having a good time uh when did these schools become a dictatorship around around here i know a lot of places are but uh first thing i thought of i was like is this a new version of the footloose movie i mean the the gall of this principle to do this uh Maybe he was really concerned about her well-being or something, but to do this, I mean, people have constitutional rights and stuff like that, and y'all basically telling us, you know, trying to tell this girl she can't dance because you don't like the way she dances. Uh, it's just total bullshit. Um, which made me cry even more, and he asked me if I wanted to see the video. I said, no, please, because I'd already seen the video, and I did not... Genuinely, I didn't think anything of it. I've been a dancer my entire life, and I just really like to have fun. Um, and so he still made me watch it. Um, I just cried and cried and cried until finally um, one of my friends, like, he let me speak to her. And I spoke to her until I could calm down a little bit after, like, maybe an hour and a half-ish. So then I went back to my class, and my teacher consoled me because she felt really bad. But he also, he had given you like he had sent that he chose two kids oh, for a scholarship, scholarship. and um so basically he had to do some stuff for the scholarship and her counselor was going to help fill that out because it was due the same day that this transpired and so whenever in the process he also 
after my next class, and I kept having to go walk out because I just kept crying. You kind of get the gist of it. Uh, like I said, he's re- he's retired, resigned, uh, whatever. Uh, of course, it's not, you know, you give a pound of flesh, it's not going to help. Uh, I believe this man way, way overstepped his boundaries. Uh, me and my wife actually had a conversation about it because she's like, because this man has done a lot for the high school. He was a good principal. And I was like, I told her, I said, you know what? He basically violated this girl's constitutional rights and stuff like that and what she was doing. I said, let me explain something to you. If I violate somebody's constitutional rights, I'm going to get fired. And I'm, I think a good chance I may go to jail. Okay? Sometimes these teachers, some of them, they may, he may, he may have meant good well from it. But there's a, there's a certain point. Step back. Her mom was at this party. Her mom was letting her dance there. I think her mom, you know, it's not your job. It's not your job. I think some of these teachers really... Really need. I'm not gonna get on soapbox on too much, uh, but some of these these teachers really, really need to take a step back on some of this shit. Uh, but you know, we can raise our own children. Most of us, you know, and if not, uh, maybe you shouldn't be having children. This next one here. Let me see. It's a picture. So you support the principal? Ah. Well, so it's everybody's choice. I just say I think he just overstepped his boundaries. I mean, the kid was dancing. He, uh, like I said, I mean, this is a bad movie, bad thing of Footloose. Uh, like I say, he was a, from what I understand, he was a great principal. Did a lot of good stuff for school. Overstepped his boundaries. Uh, I heard he took a leave of absence. He may be back next year. Uh, different uh, kids or whatever. We'll see. That was him. That's the principal there. Uh, that's going. This this guy right here. You pull up the uh, story. He I don't know if he's still there or not. I'm assuming he is. He was in a the Baton Rouge Police Academy. He's I think I guess he's still in, but he but he was in he was going through police academy. The thing is, his name's Keegan. Uh, he was arrested back in 2020 by the Baton Rouge Police Department. It's only three years ago. What was he arrested for? He was arrested for negligent homicide. Uh, he was, uh, I think he was acquitted or they they dropped the charges or something like that. He's 20, he was, uh, he's 26 now. He got arrested for Dangles Homestead. What happened is, uh, I remember this story. He was, uh, Jihan playing finger fucking a gun or something in the backseat of a car. Accidentally pulled the trigger. Shot this girl in the back. I don't know if it was girlfriend or who it was. I don't remember. Shot her in the back and she died. Then he lied about it. Said she had the gun and accidentally shot herself. I don't know how you accidentally shoot yourself in the freaking back. But he tried to lie about it and, you know, he got arrested. Anyway, charges got dismissed, dropped, or, or whatever. And uh, he, uh, but then he's in police academy. Now, I'm not downing the dude. Well, yeah, I guess I am, yeah. My thing is, is you in police academy, he, uh, he, uh, and he's like, oh, well, he, he he didn't. He was charged, but he wasn't convicted. That's correct. That's correct. He was charged. He wasn't convicted. My thing is, he, he, he fucking lied. Okay? He lied about it. He lied about shooting somebody in the back. How trustworthy is he going to be on the street? How how, how trustworthy is this guy going to be? So I say he's just saying the pain. I don't like that crazy dancing he's kissing these days. But, yeah, yeah. The dude way overstepped in this advocate. He was just being uh, fictitious. Uh, that He picked up 1,500 followers because that dude's in. I'm telling you, I was going to do the story on this past weekend. I just got lazy, so I just threw it out. Yeah, I mean, he, he just, it, it was like, uh, she just took a, his, took a, uh, I think you might have put his face on a, the thing with the footloose or something like that. I, I saw somebody did it. But this guy's—I guess—I I, I guess he's still in police academy. I don't know, uh, but he—he he lied about—he lied about shooting somebody in the back. I mean, 
and I always say, everybody knows me and has been listening to me for a while, and uh, knows, I always say, when I got to ask my opinion one time, what's one part, piece of advice I give to somebody going to law enforcement? I said, I always tell the truth. Because once you don't have your word, once you're a liar, you're done. That's all you got is your word. This guy's already showed to be a liar. Oh, he said, he's still in academy. See, that's crazy. I would never want to work with this dude. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. And I guarantee you, that's not real far. So, you know, just crazy right there. Of course, uh, Karen's all over, you know, because she's going to try to keep uh, BRPD in check. So I think they did her a favor when they got her fired. I think she's doing way better now than she did when she was actually with the uh, news people. The next guy, see, Johnny says, uh, he says, I wouldn't trust that guy with the weapon, handcuffs, and badges. Me neither. Me neither. You know, so he says he's going to get eaten alive. Oh, yeah. They, they're going to have to, to me, I mean, they're going to have, they should brain list them straight off the bat. I mean, and it's going to come out. Th- this guy over here, this is also local in Baton Rouge, Living Spare, Georgia. You see this guy, it's hard to see because he's got a fucking mask on his face. I mean, I wish they, they, they would tell people they got to stop wearing this shit. It's stupid. It don't work. Uh, people do it to help disguise themselves now and not because of the COVID crap. Uh, this was uh, this guy was spamming people. If I, if I find the damn story on it, he was going up to people's uh, doors trying to get money out of them. I know that. And uh, I don't remember what the spam was altogether, but he uh, he was going to people's doors. I don't. Yeah, here it is. Oh, he's going up and he's he's posing as a Chase Bank worker. Okay, uh, I never had bank people show up to my house and knock on a door. And I'll tell you, usually. Uh, they usually, if they work for the bank, are dressed better than that anyway. Uh, anyway, he the people uh, called and said that the guy said uh, he's taking victims' money by using per- personal information to call. According to the sheriff's office, the victim received a call on their cell phone that they recognized as a number from Denham Springs Chase Bank. Somebody probably spoofed it or something. They identified themselves as a Chase Bank employee at the branch. He said the victim's debit card was compromised and the victim needed to, oh, he's not going to your house. <clears throat> he's doing it over the phone. So he got the people's uh, debit card information from them over the phone, went to the bank, and uh, guess what? He uh, took money out of it using their, their bank card information. First of all, I'll never give. I'm not giving nobody my bank card information and uh because if it's the bank calling me guess what they already have my fucking information my bank that i use uh i had to get a new card recently as soon as like i think it tried to get used in like like california and they they texted me and say hey this is you nope they didn't get no money from me now just went and got a new card they don't, don't usually call you so I hope people don't fall for it. I know a lot of people fall for the fake IRS shit. I like fucking with them when they call me. You know, I had them call me. You know, you know, tell me if I don't send them eight thousand dollars for back taxes, they're gonna put me in jail. I'm like, can you come before lunch? I'm a poor motherfucker, and I need to get there before before they serve the lunch because I'm hungry. And they'll hang up on me. I'm gonna tell you what these people, these spam callers. Especially the ones with uh, very strong uh, Indian accents or something. If you it, so, it must be a universal thing. If you talk shit about somebody's mama, I don't care what part of the world they're in. They get pissed off and will hang up on you. Because I'll start talking shit about their mama. Oh fuck you! Wouldn't hang up on me and shit like that. I think it's funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have gotten calls about uh, my my student loan forgiveness stuff. Uh, I don't have no student loans. I never had student loans, and uh, you know, I get that shit all the time. I remember back in the days, calling ask if you wanted to buy vinyl siding and shit on your house. 
So just be careful, people, uh, especially the older people. You need to watch your parents because those are the can get the real, real victims of the spam stuff. Uh, so if I still got this story, I guess that nope. I don't know what happened to that one. But we're going to, okay, we're going to go over here to this. Uh, oh, yeah, I do have it. We're going to Baker, Baker, Louisiana. going to pull this picture up. Let's see. This this is right there. Uh, everybody, this uh, that's not a dude, okay? That's a chick. I don't know what, I guess that's one of the little teardrop things they got over there. Eyeball, big neck tattoos. I can assume, I will assume that uh, she is of the uh, homosexual persuasion from the way she looks, okay? Because I thought it was a dude at first. She worked for the city of Baker. That's uh, part of Baton Rouge. <laughs> Reggie, huh? The girl's name is Reggie. Uh, she is accused of getting into a shootout. Oh, maybe it is a dude. Maybe that's a dude. I don't know. One of them was a girl. Uh, so I got a dude that looks like a lesbian. Okay. Getting to shoot with it. Of course, they could be putting that down there. So got in a shootout with the co-worker and then booked for attempted murder. Uh, more than a month after the shooting, sent him to the hospital. Police department said Trenton Brown. Okay, it is a guy. Uh, 20 had gotten into an argument with co-worker at the city workshop according to witnesses brown allegedly left work got a gun came back later to catch up with his uh, the victim who had also left the business the victim told officers brown fired at him but he fired back with the gun he keeps on him at work for protection fucking baker dangerous and motherfucker you got that I mean i'll carry a gun at work but i'm a cop these motherfuckers are probably like grass cutters or some shit okay he don't look like he, you know, he's working uh, as an engineer or nothing like that. Okay, <laughs> he. So they got he. This guy went and got a gun. The other guy already had a gun on him. So the other guy shoots at him. It's like, oh shit, I missed because I had my gun sideways. Probably another guy shot back at him. The two reportedly then began shooting at each other. So they had a shootout. They determined Brown to be the aggressor. This is Brown. Uh, Brown was hit during the shootout and taken for medical attention. The co-worker was issued a summons for illegal carrying of weapons on his person while working for the city. So all he got was, it's like, you ain't supposed to have a gun. Dang. Okay. Brown was arrested for attempted secondary murder and illegal use of weapons. So, Brown, the other guy got a ticket because he wasn't supposed to have a gun at work, and this motherfucker got arrested for shooting at the guy first. So, uh, I don't know what they were arguing about. He wanted to weed eat, another guy wanted to ride the lawnmower. Fuck, I don't know. But, uh, dangerous over there in Baker. And,. My dumb ass actually mistook this dude for a lesbian. So, I mean, it happens. It just happens sometimes. So you never know anymore. He 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 could he, he might identify as a lesbian. I don't know, but <laughs> see, you did too, didn't you, Johnny? Uh, see this next story. Got us a little road rage incident. I'll hear you. Duke whining again. This this is a fella, not unless it's a a really hairy chin lesbian, which could happen, okay? Uh, This man allegedly wounded a driver in a road rage incident after it was uh, failed to uh, merge. A man was arrested after he allegedly shot the driver of a truck who he almost hit while while trying to break. so this motherfucker almost causes the accident merging on top of the other vehicle gets pissed off and then shoots at the other guy because he's a fucking dumbass how's that the victim spoke with officers after the shooting seven on september 28th on north street he said an suv had tried to merge into the lane he was driving in and almost hit him when he stopped at a red light the driver got out 
this guy, right near McKnight, said uh, he was going to fight him and shot him in the leg. I guess he didn't want a, 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 a fair fight, so he shot the dude in the leg, said, all right, now I done gimped you up, now I'm going to beat your ass. Pussy. He was arrested Wednesday for attempted secondary murder and illegal use of weapons. Dumbass. This dude don't even look that. Look how young this dude looks, too. Looks young as shit. He could be lesbian. He's got real, uh, his eyes and stuff right here. Very, uh, he's very feminine looking around his eyes right there. Uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. He just, it was his fault. He almost caused the wreck. And, uh, then he wants to, I'm going to fight you. Pang, I shot you in the leg. Now get out. I can't. You shot me in the leg, bitch. So, just stupid. Because he, these younger generation, they don't know how to fist fight no more. Just get out and beat each other's ass and go about your business. This next one, uh, let's see. Must have to do this one on the video. This one is about a pedo. You know, we love talking about pedos, don't we? He looks like a man lesbian, too. He kind of does. Let's see what video we're going to. Video number three. Let me get over here to it. Since I don't have a producer, I got to do all of this myself. Did I miss video two? Guess so. From a story about hero parents to a story about angry parents, we're talking about Hubbard Elementary in Silmar. LAUSC confirming they have extra patrols there. They had two lockdowns dealing with a suspect who is suspected making criminal threats of... Telling you what what I'm suspecting is I'm having a hard time dealing with it. I'm being mean, but I can't help myself somehow. Is this lady's eyebrows right here? They're causing me anxiety, okay? These eyebrows. Pretty sure I, she got these bitch painted on with, with, I don't know, a brush or something. But uh, they're causing me anxiety. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Posting himself to the kids. He was supposed to be here at the San Fernando Valley courtroom. Let me show you what happened. It's just, it's a joke. It, it, it's, it's, our lawmakers don't care. They Angry like parents with children at Hubbard Elementary in Somar, where you could see extra patrols today, two days after parents got a citizen's app notification of a possible threat at the school. They ran to get their kids, and this dad does not want his face on camera. Then after a few minutes. I understand. If you're going, what you scared about? Fuck that. I'm going to get on there and say, hey, see this ugly ass fat motherfucker right here? Come around my kid with some pedophile bullshit. Because let me tell you what. You fuck around with my family, and it's already been, and people that do know me knows I'm not lying. I will catch a charge in a heartbeat if you fuck around with my family. I don't care what you say, do to me. I don't care. Fuck around with my family, especially my wife and my kids or something like that. <laughs> I, will, I will fucking lose my shit. And trust me, the fed cops called on me before and shit, okay? For losing my shit because somebody's fucking around with one of my kids. So, uh, I'm going to say, you see this face right here? Yeah, remember it. It may be the last thing you ever see. Uh, they, they lifted the lockdown. So, that at that point, uh, we grabbed our, our kids out of the school because they hadn't got the guy. But they had a description, and this man, who has grandchildren at the school, saw him. So, he was... Right here, Suave, right here. He don't give a fuck. He's like, uh-uh. Nope. They won't see this face. Again? And right in front where the kids were, right in front, uh, he went like this and looked at it, and, and then he turned around this way, and then he, he grabbed his, his, his pants, and I said, oh, my God, he's got a gun. Photos by parents show them taking down. Now, look at this whacked out. Look at him fucking out. He's whacked out looking motherfucker right here. He's probably on drugs or something. If you want to you want to touch kids and you're a grown person, that somebody needs to just whack your dick off or something like that. You shouldn't be walking around. Y'all don't say, be careful what you say on Facebook. You get kicked off. <laughs> I told you to go to Rumble. So. A man later arrested by LAPD who identified him as 30-year-old Antonio Montelongo. He was booked on a felony count of exposing himself. Bail set at $50,000. He pulled his pounds. He was exposing 
But I grabbed his hand, I didn't let him go because I didn't know if he had a gun. And this other party just grabbed him by the neck. We tackled him down. I told him, why you want to harm the kids? He said, I want to kill them all. I want to kill them all, he said. So I understand that Mr. Montalongo is a mishap that he's uh, been transported for health reasons. In court today, no Montelongo were told he had a nervous breakdown, but the DA rejected the case, kicking the felony to a misdemeanor. The oh, fuck. Y'all heard that, right? The DA kicked it from a felony to a misdemeanor. This dude just sit there. He pulled his dick out and showed it to little kids. Said he wanted to hurt and kill little kids. And this fucking woke DA. said that doesn't put this shit down to a misdemeanor so when somebody marks this piece of shit on the street good for him good for him but they don't tell him where he's at they're probably they, you know they want to convict they, they want to convict those people for protecting their children put that da in jail what happens going i bet you if that da's kid i bet you if that that piece of shit pulled his dick out and wagged it at that that da's kid he wouldn't be uh singing that tune would he he said that our case was rejected because it's not a felony, because he has no priors. This is you, Garcon. This is why we're having these problems. I'm scared. I mean, my, my wife doesn't want to send my daughter back if this guy is out on the street. We cannot take the chance that he goes back and shoots our kids, and then they're going to be now saying, oh, this is serious. It is serious already. No comment from Gascon's office, well, I'm DA, sure. but the city attorney's actually tackling this. They're filing misdemeanor charges, yes, but three of them. Ooh, three misdemeanor charges. Really? Really? Of course, the DA Gascon, where the fuck is this? We got a in California or some shit. Uh, Sounds like to me, somebody needs going with person list. I ain't uh, saying, I don't think, I ain't saying do nothing. I just said if it happens to somebody, you know, who's going to miss Jesus over there? I have no fucking idea. <sighs> I can't believe this shit. That shit right there infuriates me. For uh, criminal threats, lewd conduct, and trespassing. And they doubled the. Lewd conduct. You pull your dick out and show it to little kids. Lewd conduct? Really? Mail to $100,000. He's supposed to be back here on Monday. The parents will be here. So will Fox 11. And he had a I can't come to court today. I had a nervous breakdown. Fuck your nerves. I'm getting myself all worked up. Shit like that pisses me the hell off to no end. Especially when it comes to with little children. I don't know how y'all live in California. I got a lot of people that listen in California. I don't know how I don't know how y'all deal with them. I mean, it's like taking your life in your own hand because they're gonna let the they're gonna let the criminals out of jail and lock your ass up because you talked to a school board member and you were rude. They're gonna let pedophiles out. Oh, it's just a misdemeanor. Well, well, he didn't ejaculate on him. He just you know said, "Hey, little kid, look at my dick." I just, I know what I would do. I know what I would do. What's up, Billy? I, I, I know, I know what I can do. <laughs> just not gonna say it here. This next one, uh, got some juveniles. I, I don't know. I think we got California or Chicago or New York. This is. I'm, I'm gonna say this is one of the three places this is from. We have. Uh, it's a stabbing. Uh, so go figure, right? Uh, from a story about hero Pull parents video, to a story uh, about angry parents. Hero boy is stabbed and killed on an MTA bus this afternoon. And tonight, a 14-year-old is in custody. CBS 2's Ali Bauman reports from Eltingville in Staten Island. There New was York. chaos aboard this MTA bus on Staten Island Friday. Police say a 13-year-old boy was on board around 2.30 p.m. As the bus neared Highland Boulevard and Littlefield Avenue, another teenager got on. Witnesses state there's an argument on a bus, a knife is produced, and gang signs were being shown back and forth. We spoke to one witness who did not want to show his face for fear of his own safety. They start yelling at each other. I guess they knew each other had beef or something. And 
and he walked over and pulled a knife out of his pocket and grabbed them and started stabbing them. Police say the 13-year-old was stabbed in the chest. So a 14-year-old stabbed a 13-year-old in the chest with a knife by throwing gang signs and shit. Well, it, you know, they had not a lot of guns in these, these big cities, so I guess they're going to have to outlaw knives next. No more knives. Uh, yeah. They just, he came at me with a finger gun. Pew, pew. Because, uh, like I said, not, I, I think I made this comment beginning of the year when I was talking about, you know, the outlaw guns everywhere. Then he's just going to start stabbing each other to death. Damn, I hate it when I'm right. And this is a freaking 14-year-old stabbing a 13-year-old. <laughs> Screamed, uh, help, somebody call the cops, I can't breathe. The assailant took off running. I'll give it to this one. I'm always picking on people saying, I can't breathe. I'll give it. The kid had a knife stuck in his chest. He probably he probably had a punctured lung or something. He probably was having a hard time breathing. I'll, I'll give him that. Fidgety, and he was kept staring back down and looking all around and dipping. Then he made a left. Police say two passers-by, a state environmental conservation officer and a retired NYPD sergeant, tracked the 14-year-old suspect down before police arrived. The retired sergeant starts to follow the male who, who did the stabbing. At this time, another witness points, in, points him out and says, this person just stabbed somebody, and the sergeant affects the, uh, the arrest. The victim was rushed to the hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. Investigators scoured the scene for evidence Friday and are reviewing video from onboard cameras. The MTA says the bus driver is traumatized. He's broken up right now um, from what he experienced. This is one of the safest neighborhoods. Uh, I, I've never seen anything like this go on. Police believe the motive for the stabbing may be gang related. In the yeah, Elton section of Staten Island, Ali. You think 14-year-old Amert done straight up stabbed this 13-year-old to death? I bet you they don't charge him as an adult. Not in New York. He's probably already out. Probably give him some community service to do picking up trash. Johnny says, uh, California outlawed plastic straws and freedom. Yes, that's that's been going a long time in uh, California over there. Beautiful state. Beautiful, but uh, crazy laws, crazy laws. We're going to uh, next video. Uh, he's in New York. They'd probably give him money. Probably would. Uh, there's another stabbing. Rochelle police officers and a child are injured by a man with a knife. Police say 43-year-old Levon Mott burst into his ex-girlfriend's apartment yesterday. Officers, they say they found Mott holding a knife and a young child while attempting to free the child. Two officers and the two-year-old were cut. They were not seriously hurt, though. Mott faces charges, including assault and endangering the welfare of a child. So we got another one. Crazy motherfucker broke in and took a little kid hostage. I'm glad... Copping him didn't uh, get hurt too bad. Two-year-old got cut too. Uh, just crazy, crazy people out there in this crazy, crazy world. More stabbings though, huh? Oh, look, we're going to uh, Chicago now. And guess what this video is about? Oh, it's about some more fucking stabbings. How about that? Because we're going to get rid of the guns. We're just going to stab each other up. The 18-year-old Egypt Otis with first-degree murder in the death of 16-year-old Heaven Taylor. So Egypt can stabbed Heaven. Hey, I ain't making it up. That's the name. I mean, her name's Egypt. Where's she at? Right here. With her red hair. That's Egypt. And she didn't like Heaven. So <laughs> she, she stabbed Heaven. I, I just can't. Death of 16-year-old Heaven Killed Taylor. Her. Police say Otis fatally stabbed the teenage girl in the loop Tuesday night near Van Buren and Federal. 18-year-old girl. And stabbed and killed 16, 17-year-old girl. Wow. Wonder what that one was over. It's going over to the bar close having to close early because uh of violence. To do violence in this world no more. It's causing immediate changes at a popular West Side bar. 
Tia Ewing has the response to another armed robbery in Westtown. Crime definitely impacting the Westtown community and this bar. The cameras outside have captured it all. Inside, customers are smiling and having a good time. I gotta say, this looks like a pretty cool bar. I like the lightning have. I'm if you'll see it again, the but the arch made out of skulls outside and stuff in the front. Very cool uh, place I would go to for sure. At the Irish Nobleman Pub on Erie Noble, but outside. Yeah, look at it right here. Is that cool or what? Yeah, I go there. The emotion is different. Fear because surveillance cameras have captured several crimes playing out steps away from the bar. We're protecting ourselves, basically. So I've had our armed security at the bar. We have to lock up early. Just 24 hours ago, bar owner no, no, Declan Morgan says his surveillance cameras captured an SUV pulling up. Three armed suspects hop out and rob three people. Seconds later, right two there. other innocent people walking by on Huron and Noble were shaken down, too. This video shows the getaway car and Chicago police arriving on scene. And they flew down the street here, turned left here, and, and you know, we're gone. And it probably took about a minute for it to happen. It's not the first time a crime has played out here. There's been a slew of other robberies in the area and carjackings. You arrest somebody, they got to go to jail, and they got to stay in jail. You know, and they can't be let out on the, you know, oh, they'll out the next day. It's like. <laughs> Like if you're arrested and you're out. That's what everybody voted for in these areas. That's what they wanted. Bail reform. No bail. Defund the police. Well, how's that working out for y'all? not saying he voted for it, but how's this working out? Can't fucking walk down the street without getting robbed. What, what's the deterrent? Residents say they would feel safer if city leaders prioritized crime, <laughs> and they like to see more police on patrol. But they know the department is short-staffed, and they believe the criminals know that too. I never would have left my entire life. In the past three months, my wife and I have been arguing every day about you know how quickly we can move to the suburbs. And a lot of it comes down Get to, out the crime. to Many residents that live in this community tell me that they're very cautious because of the crime of what time they come out in the morning and also at night. Tia. That's what you get. When the, yep, build back worse. Uh, criminals got it all. Let's go to this next one here. Known that this was going to happen. The LAPD. Oh, yeah. This, uh, that's Ken Rollbald, by the way. He's been on the podcast before with him and Steve Gould and stuff. I didn't know he was all like famous and shit now. But uh, this, uh, remember what I talked about not long ago in past episodes where they wanted to make non-citizens, uh, people with green cards, I'm assuming anyway, but non-citizens allowed to be uh, cops. Chicago's uh, talking about doing it at the beginning of the year. I mean, I got ripped up on fucking, or they tried to rip me up on fucking Reddit and stuff uh my karma over there like in the negatives but i stuck to my guns anyway can change my mind because i know i'm right well california is already doing this well it's like i said when you have non-citizens becoming cops there's issues about it because there's federal laws and stuff and that's what they're talking about you have these cops that work for lapd once they're not on duty no more it is illegal for them to possess or carry a firearm so they have to leave their guns at work they're not allowed to bring them home so now you have a cop that's not allowed to have a gun when they're off duty which you're a freaking target okay this is what they're talking about finds itself in a conundrum two of their newest recruit officers are daca recipients also known as dreamers California passed a law allowing non-citizens to become police officers. But as retired LAPD background investigator Ken Roybal explains, there is a significant federal problem with that. They kind of back themselves into a corner because federal law dictates that they, the DACA recipients, although eligible to work in the United States legally or in California, they can't take their guns home, they can't possess guns, they can't buy ammo. And so they're not police officers, technically armed police officers when they go home. Our inside sources say the department is working to fix this problem, but they confirm the new DACA hires will only be able to have their LAPD issued guns while at work, and they will not be able to purchase any ammunition. If a police officer cannot take his gun home, isn't that problematic? I mean, it could be a safety issue. 
it's an officer safety issue. It's a big officer safety issue because when an officer goes home, they leave a station, you drive out of the station with the identities of police officers getting out nowadays. They aren't armed and they will not be able to protect themselves even at home. We contacted LAPD Chief Michael Moore for comment. And while he initially said he would address this issue with us, Chief Moore did not get back to us in time for the story. The LA Police Protective League chose not to comment, but LAPD Detective Jamie McBride, also an LAPPL director, issued a personal statement that says in part, I would be very concerned with allowing non-citizens to have the ability to arrest U.S. citizens. That doesn't even sound right. And the LAPD also wants to provide Provide firearms to these non-citizens in violation of federal law. How do you think this is going to be resolved? There's absolutely no way to resolve it because they're not going to change the. Fa- There's a way to resolve it. I'll tell you how to resolve it. Don't fucking hire non-citizens to be cops. Problem solved. And I'm not even that smart. And I figured that shit out. Don't hire non-citizens to be cops. Done. Period. Not too hard. Let's get our next one. But they say that they returned to the scene of the crime to retrieve an item left behind. This, this if we doing hot nuts, this would be my hot nuts. Uh, these people, these two ladies, were shoplifting at this store, dropped their fucking cell phone or something, then comes back after they robbed the store to get her fucking cell phone back. This is just crazy. Can you believe it? People work as hard for their money, and I don't think that it's okay for you just to demand free things. At the Premier Nail Supply Store in Marietta, things are back to normal Wednesday night. But at the lunch hour, September 19th, the owner says two female suspects came into the store appearing to want to buy supplies. When it came time to pay, they instead ran out, carrying about $600 in merchandise. Inside the store are numerous surveillance cameras. The owner shared the footage exclusively with Fox 11. You can see the cashier and the owner dressed in blue chasing after the alleged robbers. But it went. You see the alleged robbers? These two fat cunts right here? Yeah, these two. And I, I did call them, I just did, because I can't stand people that steal shit. You still, these people, these people that own this business, you know working, trying to make a living and stuff, and you're here stealing money out of their pocket because, what, you think you should have to pay for anything? From bad to worse, one of the suspects returned to the store when she realized she left behind her phone, which included a driver's license. She aggressively demanded the phone back. The owner and clerk said if you return the items, we'll give you your phone back. No questions asked. Give me my stuff back. You can hear your stuff and you can just go. That's balls right there. Come back in after you know how I play. Uh-uh. And what happens next? I don't believe in hitting women. But uh, when it, when this bitch put, put her hands on me like that, uh, she would be going, after she went to jail, she'd be going to the dentist because I'd have knocked every fucking teeth out of her mouth. Then it got really ugly. Instead, the alleged female robber gets violent, throwing the owner to the ground. So you push him? Uh, and, and how you let that girl push you down at ease? Come on, dude. And roughing up the cashier, who is pregnant. Granted, robbing a nail supply. He let her push her, him around that much? I, that bitch would have been on in the dirt, I'm telling you. By the time the cops got there, she'd have been fucked up. I'm sorry. Woman and no woman. Once you don't put your hands on me, no. We'll put your hands on me like a man and we'll treat you like a man. My store isn't exactly an Einstein move, but for getting your phone and coming back for it, even worse. The people we spoke to here today expressed concern for the owner. And when people just come in and uh, steal from them, I just don't think that it's right. Again, look at the video of the woman assaulting the owner and lunging at the pregnant woman behind the counter. Police say the theft was less than the cost of the phone. These images show the injuries to the store owner who would not talk to us on camera, but confirm the chain of events. 
The suspects left in a black vehicle. Now, according to police, they say that they located them about a mile away with the stolen property right there in full view. They were taken into custody and arrested and booked on numerous charges. And I bet you they got out the same day. I bet you, they, bet you they got out the same exact day, okay? That's the problem with the, the, these woke-ass places like that. Uh, if I owned a business in an area like that, it's as inconvenient as it would be, I'm telling you, uh, I would have one of those magnetic lock doors with a buzzer on it, and it would stay locked. You'd come up to the door, and they'd have a thing on it for entrance, please ring buzzer. And you'd have to... Also, or ring the, I'm going to have to buzz you back out. So if you rob me, guess what? Your ass is just locked in the fucking store. And you're not coming in. If I don't like you, yeah, I don't like you. You got a hoodie on and a mask. You're not coming in here. Take it off. Pull it down. Take your mask off. You're not coming in my store. I'm going to inconvenience you. If somebody really wants to buy nail shit that bad, they'll come in there. I'd rather be a little inconvenienced. I mean, look at these uh, Walgreens that are chaining up their fucking ice cream and the milk because people are stealing it. I mean, come on. That's what that's what the world come can come to. People think they're entitled to shit. You're entitled to nothing. If you want something, get out there and work for it. Thieves like that are, are just like one step above uh, wife beaters. We have pedophiles, wife beaters, and then thieves. Uh, I, I I can't stand it. Because, I mean, especially if you've ever been robbed or, or anything like that, uh, people stole your shit, you get it. It's not your pisses you off. I mean, you work hard for what you got, and then somebody thinks they can just come in here and steal it, take it, because, just because. I'm surprised I don't have a picture of this man up here. Uh, let me see if I can find it real fast if I, if I downloaded it. Uh yeah, here he is. I don't know why I didn't put it up. This man right here, this ugly face. This is old bastard. Right here, this old guy. Yeah, well, this piece of shit's dead. But unfortunately, he didn't die the way he should have died, okay? Uh, Sheriff Grady Judd uh, made a statement, too. This guy was on Florida death row. Uh, He was convicted of killing a deputy and two other people over 40 years ago. And guess what? He died in prison. Uh, Why does it take 40 fucking years to kill somebody? He he murdered three freaking people. Snuffed them out. Ended their lives. Besides ending their life, screwed up all of their relatives' lives in the process with it. His name was Paul Beasley Johnson. He was 74 years old when he died. He was receiving ongoing medical treatment while he was in custody. Uh, they didn't say what he died from. Hopefully, he just I hope it was painful. That's all I got to say. Uh, this was in 81. He killed the people. Uh, anyway, he was on death row. And, uh, you know, even Grady Judge says he wished, you know, it takes too long. 40 freaking years on death row, really? So he got, basically, he might not have been free, but he lived out his entire life. This piece of shit lived out his entire life and died an old man. Those three people he killed, did, did they have that opportunity? No. They need to fast, They need to start fast-tracking that shit. It should not take that long there's only i mean really appeal after appeal after appeal after appeal come on after i mean if you want to you know take it back and check it two or three times after that i think within within five to six years after your your uh death penalty conviction your ass ought to be uh speaking of satan personally of course i also think they should go back i think they should do public execution because i think that would deter a lot of it if they televised uh these pieces of shit being put to death might make people think, yeah, I might not want to break the law and do shit like that because I just watched them kill this person. But that's me. I mean, just dumbass redneck cop, right? 
Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, it, it's true. It's true. I mean, especially here in Louisiana, we hadn't uh, put anybody to death in over 30 years and, uh, and all, you know. I mean, well, hell, John Bell Edwards, he was trying to let all of the fuckers off death row, not let them out of jail, but just give them all life because he don't believe in the death penalty. I bet you somebody, uh, bet you somebody killed one of his family members should be thinking differently about it. I'll be so glad when he's not our governor no more. That day cannot come soon enough. All right. Did all my stories. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed it. Just threw a little extra out. Uh, like I said, Saturday, got a lot of escorts coming up. Uh, so y'all pay attention. I, you know, I, I, I put them out live while I'm doing the escorts, you know, something you want to ride along with the Iceman with or something like that. Feel free to. Oh, let me, uh, I didn't do it at the beginning. I want to do it at the end. Uh, throw out the, uh, Mentioned the uh, full crew members. Then I get it pulled up. Then I'm going to cook some supper. Then I'm going to cook chili. I know it's not cold. I know it's not cold. It's supposed to be a cold food, but, you know, I want it. So we got Mr. Uh, Ronald Holstein, full crew member. We got Jared Nitrous, a motor cop for life, uh, full crew member. We got Mr. John Demink. We got Dan Cross with Burley Board. Y'all go check him out. He makes some awesome wood products. We got T Bird, Mr. Jim Pokecramp with the Short Track Guys podcast. Our favorite truck driver, Mr. Hoppy Hoppison. We got Blake Walker. We got A.A. Ron from the I Had to Say It podcast, one of my go tos if y'all want to check him out. We got Z Palmer. We got Roy Spalding, Roy with the S, not Roy with the P, our favorite girl in Australia, JoJo. And uh, we got Miss Kaylee Norris and Natasha A. from the state of Washington. And our OG crew member, Melissa Holstein. Appreciate y'all helping me pay the bills, as always. All right, pre- appreciate you coming along, Billy. Uh, Till our next episode, you never know when I might pop one up. So uh, turn your notifications on for me. Like I said, y'all go uh Download Rumble and subscribe to me on there. And uh, till the next episode, y'all stay safe. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. Remember to smile because I could always be behind you in that. We are not sheepdogs. We are lions. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm going to do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm...